Hello and welcome to another Healthy Bite. My name is Dr. Ron Ehrlich. Well, I thought I would chat about the word holistic. It's such an interesting word. It's bandied around a lot. It conjures up all sorts of um, bizarre uh, connotations. It's probably because it's often linked to some kind of new age philosophy, um, but it most certainly isn't. Uh, it's a word that I have used professionally for over 35 years. My practice in the city of Sydney is called the Sydney Holistic Dental Centre. And of course, the most common question I'm always asked is, what is a holistic dentist? And I have to say, almost embarrassingly, that the, a holistic dentist is somebody that realises they are dealing with a whole person. Even though I know that sounds like, really? Uh, but that actually needs to be said because uh, we are in a healthcare system where we are increasingly exposed to more and more specialities. And dentistry is a speciality in itself, focused on the oral cavity, obviously. But even within that narrow field, there are specialists that focus on gums. They are called periodontists. There are uh, specialists that focus on the nerve inside a tooth which is called an endodontist, a root canal specialist. There are oral surgeons, there are orthodontists, there are children's uh, dentists, uh, specialists, paediatric dentists. There are specialties within the specialty. And when you look at orthopedic surgery, for example, you'll have people that are just focused on a hand. They specialise in hands. So the idea that we actually are a whole person, there is a whole person sitting in front of us, every time we look at them as a health practitioner, whatever your specialty is, is an important concept to remember. And I think many of us, I know I have been in the um, consulting with, as a patient this is, consulting with a specialist who specialises in just a particular part of the body. And uh, you can almost feel it that they see you as nothing more than a bladder or a prostate, or a lung, or a heart, or a whatever. So having a holistic approach, um, and fortunately I'm exposed to practitioners that do have that holistic approach. My own cardiologist is certainly a very integrative, holistic, he doesn't call himself holistic, but he's a very holistic uh, practitioner. And there are many practitioners that don't carry the word around on their professional title, but do think very holistically. So I'm not pretending if you don't call yourself a holistic practitioner, you, you aren't holistic. I know that. Um, but the word holistic is something we should all take very seriously. And if you don't think you're thinking very holistically or you're not really clear about what holistic means, the next time you stand in front of a mirror, and if you happen to stand in front of a full-length mirror, that's even better, and I want you to stop and pause and just look at yourself because before you stands the most holistic example that you could possibly, possibly imagine because you are not just a mouth, you are not just a set of lungs, you are not just a heart, a digestive system, joints, bones, whatever. You are a whole body, a whole person, a whole body. And we need to understand how that whole system works to have a really good appreciation of how things can go wrong and how things can be made better. If, on the other hand, all you are interested in is the symptomatic relief of whatever you've showed up at the doctor's surgery for, then don't worry, there's a whole industry there to greet you with open arms. But if you're interested in how 
to get better and why you are suffering from whatever disease you've been diagnosed with, then taking a holistic approach is an important concept. And it just so happens that holistic is not a new age philosophy. It just happens to be the way the body works and it happens to be the way the planet works. So if we want to make individual health better and if we want to make planetary health better, then for all of us to start thinking holistically is an important concept. So that's a long way of going around saying to you that if you haven't listened to this week's episode, you should, because I had the pleasure of talking to Professor Frederick Leroy. And Frederick is in Brussels, and he has a background in uh, science, in biotechnology, in meat, in microbiology. In fact, his main interests were in meat and in microbiology when he entered science. And I said to him in this podcast, boy, if you had to pick two very important subjects, the subject of meat and understanding our evolutionary past relationship with meat and what it means moving forward and how important it is to our evolutionary development, then you've certainly picked a specialty that's important. And the other one of microbiology, well, over the last 20 years, the microbiome has become a focus for us all, not just those of us in healthcare, but for all of us, not just for those of us um, eating food, but for those of us producing food, because we have taken a very adversarial approach to microbes over the last 50 or 100 years with antibiotics, with pesticides, herbicides, fungicides. But as it turns out, microbes, be they bacteria or fungi, play a very important role in, our, in maintaining health within the body and maintaining health within the soil. And I think that's been a really interesting eye-opener for me over the last 15 or 20 years of also becoming involved and interested in holistic land management. Thank you, Vicky and Tim, if you're listening to this. Vicky and Tim Poulter are the co-founders of an organisation that we we founded together over 10 years ago called Nourishing Australia, which was all about healthy soils, healthy plants, healthy animals, healthy food, healthy people, healthy planet, because... We are all connected. They are all connected. So every bit of that is affected by things that go on. So Frederick was very interesting because we talked a lot about um, a, a more holistic approach to the food issues that we face globally. And I know veganism and vegetarianism has been promoted on a massive scale. And uh, I spoke recently to Belinda Fetke, who gave us some um, insight into how some of these public health messages are generated. But in Frederick's case, I thought it was a, a really interesting conversation because we talked about the Great Reset. Now, what does that mean? The Great Reset has come out of the World Economic Uh, Forum at Davos, the world's richest uh, leaders in industry and uh, government meet in in Davos and thrash out how the world can be a better place. I didn't actually talk to Frederick about this, but one of my all-time favourite authors, and and actually I, I would love to have him on my podcast, Dutch historian Rutger Bregman, uh, appeared at uh, the the uh, Davos Forum, which was looking for better solutions to um, to planetary problems. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he said 
Listen, you've flown in here with 1,500 jets, private jets, concerned about environmental problems. Uh, the world would be a much better place if you all paid your fair share of taxation. That's it. Just pay more tax. Um, and I thought that was really good. I want to have him on. He's written two fabulous books called Humankind uh, and uh, also Utopia for Realists. I'm drawn to both of those. I've read them both. Uh, I thought they were fabulous reads. I digress. What concerned me is this. To any regular listener of my podcast, you will know that I have been concerned about public health messages for some time. In fact, it's been a journey that I've been on for over 30 years. But when I'm particularly focused on nutrition, when I look at the food pyramid and when I explore how the food pyramid in the late 70s and early 80s, eventually accepted by the FDA in America and globally in 1992 or three, when I looked at how that was formulated, it is very obvious that the US Department of Agriculture and vested interests have played a significant role in that. And that morphed in, two th in the 2000s into my plate. And in Australia, it takes the form of the Australian Healthy Eating Guidelines. And if you want to go back and look at the healthy bite I did on public health messages, it will go a long way to explain that. And as I have said, the chemical food and pharmaceutical industries have played a significant role in formulating public health policy. Well, what became very interesting in the conversation I had with Frederick Leroy is that it's gone a little bit further than that now. The World Economic Forum has got very involved in food and food security and food production, and uh, hence we are seeing this push towards eating more vegetables, to even veganism, to eliminating meat products or restricting them um, in our diet, and that raises all sorts of issues. And when I look at not just the chemical food and pharmaceutical industries, but now those that are at Davos in the World Economic Forum, which includes industries right across the board, I get even more concerned. And we talk about top-down management. And it was so interesting for me to hear Frederick talking about a holistic approach to this, to talk about his concerns for this top-down management, which is now cutting right across many industries, not just the chemical, food and pharmaceutical industries, but across many industries, then I become very concerned. And this dovetails into another podcast that I have done with one of my all-time heroes and men, and, and, and I look to him for inspiration is Alan Savory, who's written the textbook, if you like, on holistic land management. And you should go back and listen to that. It was one of the very first guests I had on my podcast for a very good reason. And he said, if you are looking for the change to come from above, be careful because you may be waiting a long time. And, and I'm concerned that we may be seeing changes occurring um, before our very eyes because what he's saying is new organisations are very slow to accept information they are very slow to, uh, they have a lot of ego and self-interest involved, and they also lack common sense and humanity. He says the change must come from the ground up. And this was echoed in the conversation I had with Frederick, who said, top down is just not a great way to approach global problems. We have to engage also from the bottom up. That's not to say top down doesn't have an important role to play. And again, referencing um, Alan Savory, those 
big decisions that are made from the top down should, in fact, every decision we make should have a holistic context. How will the decision we make impact on human health? How will the decision we make impact on environmental health? And how will that affect our generations ahead to enjoy both good individual and planetary health? That is a holistic context. And whether organisations are making it at the top down, be it Davos, the chemical, food and pharmaceutical industry or governments, or from the bottom up, that is the holistic context that we need to be engaged with as individuals. And we have power, as I said in, this, in that podcast, by how we spend our money. So, so I thought it was a really interesting conversation, reinforcing the importance of a holistic approach understanding that it's complex, it's not straightforward. I asked uh, Frederick whether he thought regenerative agriculture, which I am a huge fan of, is scalable, and I won't spoil the answer that he gave, but he did make the point that it was a complex problem that involved complex solutions, but it involved having an overriding holistic context. Notice this word, holistic, holistic, holistic. No, not a new age philosophy, just something we all need to be engaged with. I hope this finds you well. I'd recommend you have a listen to it. Until next time, this is Dr. Ron Ehrlich. Be well. This podcast provides general information and discussion about medicine, health and related subjects. The content is not intended and should not be construed as medical advice or as a substitute for care by a qualified medical practitioner. If you or any other person has a medical concern, he or she should consult with an appropriately qualified medical practitioner. Guests who speak in this podcast express their own opinions, experiences and conclusions.